stuck between the right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal So everybody that I work with is not a Republican. Okay. <laughs> They're either uh, ANCAPs or leftists. Hmm. Uh, is this is a solid split between the types of people who I work with. Interesting. Um, uh, and I mean, and I mean, probably like identify that way. This is hmm. these are not like I don't know what I am. People. Um, oh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, the department is kind of wild. Like that is what we're calling it. We're gonna call it the department. The department. Yeah. yeah. We work at the department. Yeah. So this is tearing people apart. I've had three people today. It's literally three people today. One of them had the nerve to go, are you voting today? Uh, and they said it like that. Like I'm doing them. I, Cause I am, I'm doing them a favor. Mm. Are you voting today? It's the same thing. Like, did you fill out my, my bonus check? <laughs> You know what I mean? It's that same inflection where it's like, I know that this is a stupid and shitty thing to ask somebody, so I, even I'm uncomfortable when I have to say it yeah. type of thing. You can't, I don't, you know, you can't like deliver that question uncomfortably. What's happening? Oh, oh wow. wow, he sounds decent. That's insane. Aaron wow. just dropped into the Zencaster chat. No problems. He sounds great. Watch, he can't hear us. No, I can Oh what? wow! It's this a new era. A, this is yeah. The voting what? must have worked. Our our voting. <laughs> yeah, it I, uh, <laughs> using he, the he power just... of democracy, I have no technical problems. Wow, democracy is not dead. <laughs> Unfortunately, I voted to destroy democracy. <laughs> You're really lo oh really? Did you go voting today? Did you vote today? I, d I did. I'm a vooter. I'm a I'm gonna vote. I'm, I'm voting. I'm voting. <laughs> I gotta move. I know I didn't even see any of my buddies or anybody I knew, so it was kind of a waste of time. Yeah. Everybody today has been like, "Are you voting? Are you gonna go vote?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not." Also, here's my precinct, which is a <laughs> bit. People really thought I was registered, guys. I haven't even changed my fucking license plates over. <laughs> People yes. think I vote. <laughs> you actually had me convinced that you were doing the precinct strategy. Nothing I ever say is true, and I've been a I've been a character. I was thinking about this the other day. I've completely disassociated with a real human being. I'm just a character who exists on this podcast. That's awesome, man. Dedication. Yeah, that's all you need yeah. to be. I mean, at the end of the day, what else matters? I don't have opinions on stuff. Like, uh, people will, then what do you think about this? I'm like, well, whatever, you know, works quickest. <laughs> I don't have actual and in real well, life opinions on anything. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, I did not feel compelled to go stand in line and voot today. To voot! To ah, Vooting. So when is Carcadia's voting? It's ongoing, block? man. It's, a, it's a, every day. We it's odd that and... Carcadia has eight precincts. 
That's the fun. <laughs> I got we got I got to run Bathroom, stuff ballots and every room. yeah I got to stuff ballots everywhere. It's a real hassle. That, that's what you call it. Yeah, I got I got to the ballot. Stuff a ballot real real quick. <laughs> yeah, fine, fine. Well, it is voting day out, and uh, things are going to change. We're expecting. I'm expecting massive. Let's see, here's sweeping here's when they go to the bit. Sweeping victories from the GOP, the good old party. Mm-hmm. We're, we're expecting sweeping changes. Um, and there's lots of news to get through now. Car Camp, and I know you probably collected some news as well. I've got some items. Uh, I've got some items as well, so we'll probably have to hit it over the line for the stuff we don't get to. I have one story I want to talk about on here. And then uh, I also, um, Aaron, it's your lucky day. Yeah, it's I that time of the year. An, an hour before... Uh, this me hold on let me just crack open my second yanger from a can because canned beer is far better than bottled do you agree with me car campit certainly for yingling boom there we go so let's continue right on and not in- engage anyone else's opinions on that matter um it's your lucky day aaron because an hour before this ah, i informed you that it is Performance review day at the office. I'm excited. We are a real company, and we do have to give an annual performance review in order to satisfy the needs of our HR department, which we have and has three people working in it. Hmm. Yes, this is a real operation. Um, So, Car and I got our more real than the actual company I work at. (laughs) (laughs) Car and I got our reviews at a nondescript time a while ago by other people. Uh, from the board. Um, yes, the board. Now, this is where uh, TLE is a lot like because of the way, Aaron, when you established the, the TLE. Wait a minute. What is the lore? Uh, you took away the. Oh, yeah. You co-opted the reestablishment of the fag cast and you rebuilt the company constitution, turning it from the into ground up a. Yeah, yeah. By myself. A, a full effort. And you turned it into what's known as a worker-owned corporation, um, yeah. yep. which basically means that the, our board of directors, the people who Car and I have to go and report to and deliver ROI to, you, Car and I have to go and talk to the board of directors, which because it's a worker-owned corporation is the listeners, all of them collectively. Mm-hmm. And as you know, the listeners aren't your biggest fan and you're not their biggest fan. So we had to do a lot of advocating for you. Yeah, my um, relationship with the board has been very adversarial throughout yeah, my tenure. It's only because you, well, we have to prove this today. You have to get a job interview, uh, uh, a slash a performance review, because there's nothing on paper that says that you've done anything. And and Carr is, was not willing to defend you mm-hmm. in in the process. So it was just me. So now we have to, we have to work things out. I, I could be my own advocate. That's fine. This is this is what I'm this is what I'm built for. This is what I'm used used to. So, we needed to get you a job title. Mm-hmm. And I was reading a news article today about Tucker Carlson's son. Do you either of you guys want to take a guess as to what Tucker Carlson's son's na- first name is? Oh man. It's worse than you could think. Skyler. Is it like Tristan? Oh. You guys are going the wrong direction. Chet. Ah, okay. Closer. Chad. You're very close. It's <clears throat> apparently T- T- Tucker Carlson's son's name is Buckley. 
Oh, man. Wow. Isn't that bad? That's a is, 2 out of 10, I mean, right? Buck is a pretty powerful nickname, though. Sure, but Buck, Buckley, yeah. why would you name him a last name of a guy? Why don't you just call him William? Or F. Or F. <laughs> F. Carlson. Yeah, That's you know, after good. William like F. Buckley. So I'm, I'm going to name big... him F. After William F. Buckley. I wonder what the F stood for. Car, can you yeah, can figure that one out? Handle that. All right. Um, so apparently, oh wait, I can hear myself. Can somebody lower their volume? Might be you, Aaron. Um, I actually had the mic muted, so Frank. Oh, wow. Frank is, uh, is what F. Frank. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, well, anyway, uh, Buckley Carlson is employed as the communications director for Representative Jim Banks of Indiana. Huh. Um, yeah, for whatever reason, he was accused of nepotism. Tucker Carlson like threatens to beat the guy who accused uh, Buckley Carlson of nepotism up. He's just like, I'll oh, fucking wow. kick, I'll fuck you up. Yeah, Hell basically. Yeah. yeah, something like that. And happened. they're like, you know and what? So, you got the job. What? I, well, what I was thinking was like, I'm. Everybody knows behind the scenes, I, TLE. I run the operations here. I'm. I'm chief operating. And that that guy sitting at the other end of the table over there is the chief executive, Aaron. Mm-hmm. So say thanks to Carr for all the execution he does. Yes. Uh, and, y- you know, we don't just never had a job title for you. And uh, Carr, am I right in saying there's no way we could put him at chief level position, right? This, correct. We can't. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, okay, I was right. thinking more so, like vice president of operations. Uh, or... Let's go a little lower than that. Yeah, maybe We'll give you a director lower. of communication title. That's going to be your title for us is Buckley Carlson's title for Jim Banks of Indiana. You'll be our director of communications. Okay. All right. So uh, I did a little glass dooring, a little research. Here's what we expect you to do, okay? Responsible for managing the public relations aspect within an organization. Builds and sustains a company's reputation for quality. All right, write that down. Quality. Mm -hmm. That's with a Q. Reliability. And customer satisfaction. Writes and delivers press releases and handles all communication sent to the public. Okay, write that all down, because that's what you need to be responsible for. Uh, instead of writing it down, I'm going to go for. ahead and take the initiative and say, why don't you just send me this job description in a memo of some sort, and let's uh, let's let's utilize Look, he's Microsoft. He's already delegating. Outlook. Aaron, I'd, he's already I'd, like delegating. To, I'd, I'd like you to pipe down for a little bit and listen to Bird. <laughs> I think he's got some good things. I think we've both been discussing things behind the scene. He's got some good ideas. Why don't you? He's trying to delegate to yeah. me. Yeah. The chief delegator. Unbelievable. Well, <laughs> this is what happens. You tee me up and then I tee you up right back. <laughs> well, here's the deal. You here's the deal. You should have been doing all this already as mm-hmm. per what we expected of you. And so here's the primary responsibilities that I have for you. These are your OKRs, buddy. And I want to hear about how you've delivered on them in this performance review. So some of the, your primary responsibilities, number one, give me some information on managing the company brand. What have you done for the company brand? Well, I have single-handedly Take maintained notes, Carl, the integrity say the word here. of our legacy brand, which was Fagcast. Uh-huh. I have I have kept all of our original shareholders in tow, in line for years now, and made it a smooth transition into our rebrand. 
And I want to also remind you the many times that I've had to put out the fires of public relations nightmares caused by you two. That you've created. No, that I've... All right, I... I didn't create them, all right? I, I was I was led into them by incompetent upper management. Wow. Unbelievable. This is what happens when you have too many chiefs and not enough Indians. Somebody I'm has here- to take the initiative. <laughs> Th- I'm hearing a, a lot of I'm hearing a lot of excuse making, and it's I'm, you know it says something about your character. Oh, do you want I, metrics? Yeah, I would love to give you metrics. Go into the woods. Supposed to do that <laughs> on the- <laughs> Go into our sales force. Go into the woods. <laughs> bury your head in the dirt. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, <clears throat> Go into one of my many suspended accounts and find the back and forth that. <laughs> you and Carr had during, I think it was like an election or of some sort. Yeah, you where... need to be saving these in the company's Monday account, yeah. please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, what about this next? Here's your next OKR. Ensure public views the organization favorably. What can be said about TLE's look? I think the fact that uh, Tucker Carlson is definitely a friend of the show. I mean, let's let's make a list of the That's friends true. of the show that I have created. All right, we can do that rhetorically. That makes a good point. I think you've done a good job there. If you're saying that you are the one who has set up those relationships, is what you're saying? Yes, I have. Uh, I have interfaced with other public relations firms to develop connections. I like the word interfaced. I like the word interfaced. Sounds I really good. like the word interfaced. That That's sounds good. Good, good word yep. for it. I have, bring that one back to the board. Yeah. Yeah, so who let, let's go through our friends of the show. Um, LeBron James, number one. Um, all right, that's news to me. Yeah, Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping, big time friend of the show. Been a great relationship we've had with him over a period of time. Very like lucrative. Very lucrative. Um, let's see. Uh, John Podesta. John. Uh, we should probably work on now. Carter, don't write that one down. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, all right. I, I'm let, let me retract that. Uh, we're, we're not ready to, <laughs> we're not quite ready we're, to reveal that yet. That relationship isn't fully developed. Yeah. Yep. We're working on it. Um, no, we're not working on it. We're working on <laughs> yeah, divesting work less from that, that situation. More on uh, and, and last, but certainly not least, uh, Stephen K. Bannon. That was my work, bud. Don't. Act like that was all you. Your work that I facilitated. Should I put that down for both of you? Put it down for both of us. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Stephen K. Bannon. See, the trick is, if I was in any way involved whatsoever, even if I emailed you in the thread to correct you on spelling, then I was involved. I facilitated. <laughs> and you did do that twice. I can't spell, so that's mm, yeah, that's true. Yep. Fine. Okay, fair. All right. Here's the next one. Created and launched press releases and marketing campaigns. Tell us a little bit about the press releases that I've seen on various Twitter's Twitter accounts of yours. <laughs> why why bird just today? Oh, you want to talk God. about engagement? Write the times, get the timestamp card, get ready. Yeah, 14. Just today, let me bring this up for you. I put out 2 oh, hours you got a ago. Slideshow. <laughs> hey <laughs> listeners. Uh-huh. I emphasize the word I, made you board members invested in the success of Timeline Earth. It's my fiduciary responsibility to ensure growth and return on investment. So I have some questions. What the fuck are my action items? Where the fuck are my KPIs? Not looking forward to this performance. You're really belligerent towards the board. You're very bold. 
to be. I, I have to be. Somebody has to be. We can't be <laughs> slaves to the board. I'm going to put belligerent slash bold for now. Mm-hmm. It well, it was bold and spicy even, yeah, but spicy. yeah, and that moose may even. actually move them. Very yeah, moose. That may move that you know that may move the board. I mean, that might move the board. So, okay, well, it seems like yeah, you're maintaining good press. It seems like you're that people. It seems like the listeners are actively kept. I'm involved. maintaining a firm hand to ensure that the mission of our organization does not run into any problems by exterior uh-huh. forces. Well, that's fine. I mean, that's firm hand exterior forces. Okay, that's pretty good. good. Okay, um, how about this one, Aaron? I mean, these are you got three left. All right, and these are very important. Mm-hmm. Contact members of the media to set up interviews with company representatives. Those would be us. Car, have you gotten a single media contact? Have I mean, not, this Bert. year have not. What's going on? What's the blockers on Explain there? Explain yourself, Aaron. Um, for that action item, I, 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 I will admit that it has been a lower priority um, in terms of my workload, which is vast, which is enormous. I am responsible for so much that I have to prioritize. You're all, you're all familiar with the term uh, marginal utility. Yeah. He, yeah. All right, so when you have a scarce amount of time to perform uh, a certain amount of labor, you have to prioritize your use of time in order to maximize the outcome. Are you asking for an assistant right now? Yeah, what's going on there? Well, this gets back to my prior point. We are we are an organization with too many chiefs and not enough Indians. Hmm. That's the second time he said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This you is, write this that is down. This me putting second. it in Get layman's terms so that the, the board can time. understand. Too many chiefs. Basically, we have nothing but a C-suite. So when it comes to self-performing items and not delegating them or we contracting an, them out. We have an extensive Salesforce plan. We do. We have our contacts. What's I think available? we could realize a lot of cost savings if we were to hire in-house rather than... Uh, Contract well, then we have to like develop, and like, then we need an, an enablement elf. team, and there's a lot that you're asking for right now for a guy who's only accomplished three of his six OKRs so far. Mm. Let, well, let's see how it's gone. Let's see how it's gone. And unfortunately, unfortunately, my next action item I want to focus on for you is even more grim than the last. Get the company featured on radio, TV, or the internet. I haven't been featured on anything. It's been a long time. In, in months. What's going on with our features? So, as you know, I've had uh, a pretty good amount of guest spots at other podcasts, yeah. um, ranging from you know rank and file libertarian shows to the more uh, paleo slash alt right shows, uh, guest appearances, and as podcasters ourselves, what is the one ingredient at the end of the show that is absolutely required? So you're saying that on all of these features that you've gone, where, by the way, you've, you've missed mandatory podcast recording meetings to do these things, you're saying that the plug at the end of the episode is you accomplishing the OKR of getting the company featured on that radio, TV, or internet. putting Timeline Earth out there to an audience that has the potential for a lot of overlap. 
put that down, Car, because the potential for a lot of overlap is a key. For a lot. They do want to demonstrate that. We okay. need to really be multi-threading our listener base right now. Multi-threading. Diversifying. Yeah. Yeah. Diversification yeah. efforts. Diversification. Okay. So, and then, now, Aaron, the last one. Ensure that all opportunities for the CEO are fully vetted. Car, do you feel like all of the opportunities that have been presented to you for expansion have been fully vetted? I don't feel fully vetted often, if I'm being honest. You feel at best what partially maybe partially vetted, vetted? Partially vetted? Partially vetted. It's a fucking disappointment, Aaron. I mean, it well, feels like sometimes there's not a vet in the house. That's that that's it might seem like the case at face value. But I want to remind you of all of the feedback that you've given me. Are you turning of, up the therm- thermostat right now? Are you did yeah. you are you <laughs> Why don't you make your way back to the did you say this, that? This table's made out of what, what kind of metal is this made out of? You know, scrap copper. copper. <laughs> oh, all right. Wow. So, Get your eyes off of yeah, it. No ideas. Well, going back to the feedback that you've given me, whenever I have an idea to bring this show to its full potential, um, usually during the middle of an episode, because I'm I'm just in- innovative like that on the spot, um, the feedback that you I'll give me down, is, your, is either your thumbs up or your thumbs down. Now, I understand that your job as CEO is to limit our exposure to liability, which is why, you know, you have to censor probably 20% of what I say on any given episode, but we've, we've created that process and creating processes and sticking to them is important. So that would be my contribution is, uh, you know, finding what process works for us and then ensuring that we carry them out consistently. And we have discovery. You consistently mute me. Yeah, you're right about that. That's true. Well, that's, I guess, four and a half out of six. Not uh, bad. Okay, fine. You're, you can continue to be our director of communication, but there's going to be, we really need to shore up some assets and, you know, lay a, lay a, a framework down for a, uh, some sort of a development process for us. I think we could kick that you. up to the board. Let's delegate that to the board. What, what, are, our, what are our action items? What would they like to see? You know, give us give us some achievable growth that metrics. Is, that is, you are talking to our board. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm I'm not saying that I'm going to use them at all, but you know, let's let's make them feel like they're getting involved. The listeners, the listeners, are the board. Yes. Let's well, then continue. Well, you're the director of communications. Why don't you set up a means by which? The board can communicate. Why don't you direct wow. that Communication. for us? Would you like me to do that right now? Uh, don't get – listen to me. Don't don't catch an attitude with me on performance hey. review day. I will give you a solid needs when you, improvement. When you task me with something, I need I need timelines, all right? This isn't an open – like this isn't an open-ended discussion. This is uh, you as the CEO tasking your subordinate – with clear, achievable goals and timelines oh, like to back up those goals. I like this. That makes me feel very powerful. End of week. Get it done by the end of the week. All right. All right. Do. Should we uh, begin the episode here?
Let's well, do now that. that we got our, Let's do that. So, uh, car, just put those in. Yeah, put yeah, those I've in got for to the file that in. board review. I'm not satisfied with Aaron's performance, but that was certainly that well, was. We can get it. We can get uh, the what's uh, uh, what's four and a half divided by six? Give me a not me good, a, bud. Not, not yeah. good. No. Not good. I mean, I'm, I'm so, not a math uh, genius, but I got some news. Um, and uh, Car, you said you had some news. So some uh, news. why don't you be the chief executive today, and you tell me when you need some stories. Okay, that sounds good to me. Well, I want to first start it out <clears throat> with the uh, with some really unfortunate news for several students in El Paso, Texas. It looks like a UPS handling mishap has caused 155 Texas students to have to retake the SAT, which is a gigantic <laughs> boner. Wow. Huge L. Yeah. That's pretty hilarious. Dude. I suppose it slipped out of a delivery driver's backpack and <laughs> slipped right into the gutter of an El Paso street. Well, to me, that's a double-edged sword because now they have an idea of either the exact questions or um, at least a portion of the questions that they're going to be encountering. I know. But they don't know if they're right. Snuck into the SATs pretending to be students and would take them for the students. For those nerds that like, you know, will Google, will Google the questions after they take a test and see and like, you know, to see if they got it right or not, uh, this this very much benefits those diligent nerds. Diligent nerds, man. Diligent what um? Nerds. What was the last standardized test that you guys took? <sighs> Had to be that one, dude. Man. Had yeah. to be the SAT, no, dude. No, the, the ASVAB. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The what? The Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery. Oh. What's that like? Do they fucking make you fold paper into different shapes well let me put it to you this way do you, you know um you know how like retarded i am mm-hmm. yeah i scored in the 92nd percentile well so. it's the military i they're mean not, so they're, not sending, they're, they're not sending being, their best yeah. not being paid to fucking fly rockets that's for sure yeah i i qualified for like pretty much whatever job was was available and you were in the you were in the fire again category you were too <laughs> you were at that level where they were like we can't have this guy even applying for this he needs to be going somewhere else yeah ni- 92 is pretty respectable but like it's not Fair enough. you know i'm not it's not a 99 Fair like, i'm not i'm not an autistic genius uh, it's, it's not a 93 like, yeah, it's not a 91 it's a 92 nope. 92 right that's in right in between them it pretty much mm-hmm. gets you through the door for anything. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, good. 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 Very you good. didn't score a 92 on the fucking evaluation. No, that's for sure. <laughs> sure, sure didn't. The last you scored a, test scored you took. A, whatever. <laughs> four and a half out of six. Point five divided by six is times Four point five out of six. Go. But you know, people are <laughs> like, that's actually, a, that's actually a pretty good score. Shut up. <laughs> Shut 75. Up. It's, it's a C. Ugh. That, that, that nets me like yeah. A 3% that is just risk. enough to not fire your ass. I will say that is just enough to not get <laughs> you fired. Really. Now, yep. speaking of uh, performance, <clears throat> we've uh-huh. been talking about kind of middling performance. Uh, Aaron and his ASVAB uh, and his performance review and so on. But I want to take you to an overperformer, and I want to take you to Alaska. Young bird may have set nonstop distance record by flying from Alaska to what Australia. Whoa! A young bar-tailed godwit appears to have set a non-stop record for migratory birds 
by flying at least 8,435 miles. We are the Can you number imagine? one migratory bird tracking <laughs> podcast. It certainly America. appears that way. Yep. Bird makes up <laughs> fake names. Car makes up fake species. Yeah. That's a fa- yeah. A godwit. Godwit. <clears throat> the bar-tailed godwit. The bar-tailed godwit. Yeah, it looks All like right. a fun little bird. Well, fucking congratulations to the fella. Yeah, he's probably exhausted. Yeah, he's probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he probably is. Car. He yeah. probably is a little bit tired. That's yeah, true. So, can I tell you a story about a Haitian warlord? Please do. I was reading a news story recently. You know that Haiti, this country of Haiti that we've talked about previously on the podcast, uh, probably scores worse on the performance review than Aaron. Um, It is a land of war, poverty, and blockaded seaports. I found out that there was recently uh, a blockade on the flow of fuel, food, and water to Port-au-Prince, the capital of Haiti. The blockade was recently lifted. I was like, okay, well, who's running the blockade? Apparently, a former Haitian national police officer turned gang member who goes by the name Barbecue Cherizier has a revolutionary force that has been able to blockade and subsequently lower the blockade of Haiti's capital city. There's a small alliance that's currently going on, which is what has allowed it to happen. I didn't know about any of this to do with Haiti, but basically here's the skinny on it. This guy has declared a revolution two year, uh, four years ago, uh, and, and there was a big massacre that happened in Haiti. And this guy, who was a former part of the national police, has gotten other police officers to join his gang. And his name is Barbecue, and he's running around. He declared an armed revolution, and he started to arm children uh, to go to war in Haiti. I got to be the guy to take the most Fox News take here and go... Why are we sending so much money to Ukraine when there's plenty of opportunity at home to solve a problem? What's going on there? I didn't even know about this. Um, And now I do. And now I'm concerned that Haiti is not very far away from my current location. Perhaps this could spill into Miami. Do you Um, think uh, barbecue has that sort of force projection uh, ability? He, yes, I do. Okay. Um, I think he's very powerful. I think uh, a guy named Barbecue uh, is made to to win revolutions. Mm. Yeah, Mm. that's what I think. So we're thinking about the people of Haiti on the show. Um, Viva la revolution, right? Very good. Yeah. Very good. That's we'll yeah. keep track of that. We'll keep track of Barbecue's. Oh, yeah. uh, you know they, you know he eats and, people, right? Does does he now? Yeah, you know he's well. That's why they call him Barbecue. All right. He eats people. That was not a joke. That's not what did, I know. That it was delivered like it was a joke. That's not a joke. He eats people. Why? Probably to absorb their essence. Hmm. In battle. Um, well, I mean, or it sounds like it's uh, sounds like it's working. I guess it sounds like if he keeps eating people, he's going to make it over to Miami and then we're going to have a real problem. That will be we'll put that in Aaron's court. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Aaron, uh, why don't you go and 
communicate. <laughs> communicate with barbecue. Over See there. if you can get them to. And how about cool get it. that done by the end of the week too? Yeah, yeah. There's your timeline. Why don't right, you I'll, quell I'll, the uprising in Haiti and? Uh, I'll send you an optional Outlook invite. Yeah. <laughs> just Thanks. so you know that I'm on it. Thanks. I might snooze Appreciate it. it. <laughs> um, I saw this um, interesting uh, headline. It had the makings of a headline that I remember seeing uh, quite a bit over the summer of 2020 during the um, uh, BLM protests. Some may have called them riots. Um, voting rights activists, advocates report a mostly smooth election day, despite some glitches in Arizona. You, are you talking about today? Yeah. There's nothing smooth about it. I know. I thought hell? that was a great, uh, great that little That is really CNN funny, headline. dude. Yeah. It's yeah. Nice. So... It's not smooth uh, at all. Well, did you see this fucking – this is not even a news story that I have, but I did see it. Did you see the guy demonstrating the ability to hack into the modems? No. Dude, there's a – so these uh, – the voting machines – first of all, the voting machines in Arizona and in other places, of course, that lean Republican are are malfunctioning um, mm-hmm. in several of those areas. Oh, weird. And, yeah, very weird. In upstate New York. Wow, that's so interesting. Um but not in Los Angeles. Um, the the weird thing is that these devices are connected to the internet. They upload inter, uh, information in blocks, uh-huh. and it goes through a modem, obviously. And people are able to intercept the 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 in- data being communicated by the modem, and they're able to basically get voter information about who voted. I don't know if it says for who. But it, there's information on who voted. So what it, it, you can do with this, basically, is spoof other ballots, including military ballots, using people's names, which would invalidate their votes. Oh, huh. wait. So you submit a second vote so it you invalidates can the first? second votes in order to invalidate both of the votes. Wow. Yeah. So that that's something that's being done. Uh, a lot of the then there's like in, with military ballots, people are able to intercept voter information prior to the votes being counted and can submit uh, military ballots for later on when those are counted. And those are usually counted like uh, I think after the regular uh, ballots are, or oh no, military ballots are counted before regular ballots are counted. Um, so you can intercept that way. And then you get a lot of people into a lot of trouble because people think you voted twice. This is a big problem. And, and, and frankly, in an election where, like, you know, 20,000 voters in a single state can make an electoral difference of the entire election, uh, it, you don't have to play a very wide battlefield in order to make a, a, a problem of a situation. Yeah, you can, you can play the margin. Mm-hmm. Well, you could if uh, we had not uh, supported – a uh, friend of the show, Steve K. Bannon, in his precinct strategy, which I That's assume right. will invalidate all of this mis- misfeasance. We're we're th- we're hoping so, but we're not sure. We need uh, to have somebody stationed at the modem. Yeah, a precinct yeah. committeeman stationed at the modem. At the modem in yeah. cyberspace Correct. as well. Yeah. Yes. An internet guy, a guy in the internet. Yep. Yes. <laughs> a guy who exists only on only a podcast. The no physical realm. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot be a part of the physical realm no. in order to f- sufficiently only pick be off here. He needs to put his fucking his his metaverse headset on and fight those fake 
ballots in cyberspace. And he can only Hell do yeah. so by fully exiting the physical realm. <laughs> Hell yeah. We Upload like his consciousness into the ballot. Yeah. We like it a lot. Um, how about this one? I got another one real quick for you. This is something, uh, this is actually a serious topic. The FBI announced enhanced firearm background checks for young adults starting next week. What's the enhanced, enhanced about them? The enhanced background check is the placement of an of a nondescript, involuntary, mandatory delay or waiting period on purchasing firearms under the age of twenty one. Do they def- okay. do they mandate what the waiting period is, or do they just say you have to have a waiting? It period? says in up to ten days. All right, California. Everybody, rules. everybody already knows. That without this being the the explicit form of enforcement, it could take up to 40 fucking days in some cases mm. for them to do this little background check. So all they've done now is they've they've enforced uh, explicitly a delay like uh, it's not a processing delay. It's a mandatory delay. And is this going to be course, for every state? Now this is F- yeah this is FBI dude cuz it's this is yeah this is the FBI this is the background check. Mm. So this is this is their enhanced background check. And this is for um, did you say this is for like young adults under the age of 21. Okay. Hmm. Which could easily become under the age of 81. Uh, this is just like an old libertarian kind of bit right now. This is yeah. like the, they can do this now, so they will do this later on. Mm-hmm. Basically, they did not have the explicit uh, uh, mandatory delay, and now they do. As, as, as the libertarians would say, power creep, if yeah. you will. And this mm-hmm. is where the GOA can come in, not, not the NRA, because they're anyway, well, going back to my libertarian I fucking saw something roots. about them. Yeah, the the GOA can come in and fucking sue the shit, or the FPC can sue the shit out of them. You know, maybe make it up to the Supreme Court or an appellate court and get it thrown out. Yeah, I I saw something uh, from the GOA in response to this, but it didn't didn't move me. Whatever it was, they're like me. Yeah, we're actually okay with this. <laughs> is this, uh, yeah. is this uh, active now? Like, is it in? Is uh, it... the fourteenth of November is when okay. it goes active. Wow. Yeah, yeah, which is good because we probably do have a lot of listeners who are under um, uh, the age of twenty-one, perhaps eighteen to twenty-one. We have got some listeners, so if you're thinking about going out and buying a firearm and not getting an enhanced background check, perhaps you may want to do that in the next few days. If can uh, we? Uh... Can we change the bylaws to make any listener between the eight ages of 18 and 21 have non-voting power on the board? Oh, that's an interesting... Uh... Oh, wow. Um, we'd have to get major- super majority approval for that. Yep. Mm. According we to might our be charter. Able to, I, I yeah, could probably be Robert's stuff them out. Into, I could... I could get my, my good friend Bobby, who wrote a book on the rules. I'm fucking... Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll hit him up. I'll get it. Done. Do you ever have to read Robert's Rules of Order? I had to read a little bit of it for a political science class. It sucks. Yeah, I, I did when it's, I joined the VFW. It's like three thousand pages of of parliamentary procedure. Oh <laughs> it yeah. sucks. It's the worst thing of all time, perhaps. Pages stuck um, together from drool. I got two, a couple more stories here. Oh, I want to uh, 
give a big old I told you so to you, Aaron, because mm-hmm. Yair Bolsonaro is out. Yeah. He's out. Loser mode takes down another guy, and the very cool criminal socialist is in. He is. Let's go, Lula, baby. Let's go, Lula. Former terrorist, former bank buster. Let's get some chaos going in that great country, Brazil. Let's turn them to the Chinese. Let's escalate. I I was just going to say, let's make them a Chinese client state. That's what's going to happen within the next few years. So that's going to be a fun thing. That'll be good for the... uh, Good well, that'll be show. good for the listeners. Yeah, that'll be good for the uh, that'll be good for rate of return because the more friends of China, the more friends of the podcast. I think mm-hmm. I would probably True. take the optimistic view on that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a proportional yeah. relationship. I did also want to share um, the <laughs> our listeners are currently uh, tormenting their parents. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I didn't see this. User user at w adam c adam tweeted at 2.31 a.m. on November 1st of 2022. He tweeted uh, four photos of a conversation between him and uh, his mother. Um, Can someone else read these alongside me so that that we can do this uh, visually? Let me put them in the uh, TLE chat. Somebody be the gray uh, blocks of text, which I assume is Adam's mother. Car, why don't you take that? Do you I guys want any uh, crack to top off your pipes? Yeah, please, oh, please grab me some. Thanks a lot. All right, I'll be right back. <clears throat> All right, you ready, Car? I am. I'll be, uh, I'll be Adam, who's in blue here. <clears throat> Have you seen the Fauci movie? The RFK one. I tried to watch the free one Thursday, but it was removed. A couple of friends sent me green link. I saw you can, but it, but it on Amazon, but it's on Amazon, and I plan to. It's up for 22 hours. We watched it. It's great. On YouTube? He posts a link to Freedom Platform slash The Real Anthony Fauci Movie. Okay, thanks. I will watch it. It's three hours total, split into two parts. I was trying to watch on TV. I can hook up a laptop, I guess. HDMI cable from your computer. This is a very normal conversation yeah. so far, and that's what's really alarming about what this, this yeah, guy good. does to his poor mother. Go ahead. Yep. It's all stuff I already knew, but normies don't. You probably know most of it. Still, dot, 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 want to see it. And here it goes. But they didn't say anything about Fauci and Dr. Hugo Valentine creating AIDS in 1981 at the Twombly Medical Research Center in Manitoba. What? You up? I hadn't heard that. I wasn't, LOL. Since I'm awake, I'm in the bathroom. Oh, call me if you want. You're free not to. Go back to bed. I love you very very dearly, but I'm going to go back to sleep before I get too wide awake. (laughs) So there's one more round to go. But so he's kind of just sprinkling it on here, first of all. This is very crazy. Um, All right, Carl, you start the next series. Uh, Are you home tonight? I love you too. Good night. Yeah, Sunday, Monday. You are supposed to remember that. I know. That's what I thought when I asked. What time do you think you'll go to bed? Also, the AIDS thing isn't real, or is it, before six? And then this, just read the last one. Uh, oh, the disease? I've seen full-blown AIDS. 
Okay. <laughs> Thought I'd call in the morning, but probably won't be up that early. <laughs> I love the hopping back and forth between totally between normal, normal be- yeah, and then psychotic. Everybody has with their mom, and yeah. then <laughs> I love the sentence, the disease. I've seen full-blown AIDS. <laughs> and then transitioning right back into, okay, thought I'd call in the morning, but probably won't be up that early. <laughs> he's just like, what's great about the interaction is he's just peppering. You know, he's kind of, it's he's not going right out there and saying this really did happen. He's kind of like, I'm just going to throw a little message in here. He's he's adding uh, salt to taste. Again. He's adding yeah, salt, salt to, to taste. Yeah, salt to taste. Yeah, he's kind of checking the, the height of the water. It's very yeah. good. It's okay. very good. So thank you, Adam, for... Uh, you know, whatever you're doing to your mom, psyoping her into being a TLE listener, we really appreciate that. Please continue that task. Now, uh, I have two more things for you, Carr. Um, okay. Would you like to hear either of them? I sure would. I'd like to hear them back to back. Hunter becomes the hunted. <whistles> Representative James Comer of Kentucky who is likely to chair the House Oversight Committee, told CNN he's going to resend a letter to the Treasury Department that forks over all information on certain bank activities that are linked to Hunter Biden. And because uh, of what they did to Steve Bannon, the GOP will, if it wins in this upcoming election, will find new subpoena powers over people. The defiance of which means jail. So uh, the younger Biden uh, is currently facing tax violations and also lying about a gun per- lying about uh, information on a gun purchase, which is why he's a friend of the show. Um, they're going to lay it all out. They're going to investigate the crimes potentially committed, uh, so on and so forth. He's denied any wrongdoing, but they're going to get him. They're going to get him. Um, and this being a, he's him being a friend of the show, it's a little bit concerning to us. But I figured I would get it out there just so we could talk about it. And now uh, I have an article that I would like to read that I think you're going to find very uh, interesting. Um, there's a, and Carl, let me know if you're following me so that the list, I'll, I'll know if the listeners do too. There's a, and I don't want you to say the word uh, when you, when you think about it, you'll know why. Um, let's just say we get flagged on uh, Spotify when we use the word or talk about the conversation. So okay. I have to speak in coded language here. Yep. The algorithm won't understand what I'm saying here right now. So, there's something weird going on with um, a product I- inside of a needle that was let's, supposed to do one thing. Blah, let's blah, blah, call blah, it blah, the right? elephant. The elephant. In the well, room. I actually have the code language right okay. here. Okay. Okay. A word that rhymes with Maxine, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you kind of know where I'm at with that. I it do. also other times it were, rhymes with the word flab. Okay. Uh-huh. We're going to refer to that word as pepperoni. Okay. okay? Hmm. So when you think about the word that rhymes with Maxine, that's the pepperoni, okay? Now, when you think about people who've had pepperoni, mm-hmm. we're going to call them pepperoni pizzas. Okay. Okay? And there's some more coded language in here, but you'll figure it out as I read this article, which I, I'm just straight up going to read the article because I think it was pretty fascinating. And these, these code words were inspired by a friend of the show or f- Potential friend of the show, John Podesta. <laughs> Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. John Podesta. Yes. You know, that's, that's why he's a friend of the show. He helped develop the code language. Recently, Dr. David Nixon, a GP from Brisbane, Australia, decided to find out whether or not there was something wrong with the pepperoni. <laughs> he decided to find out by putting droplets of the pepperoni and the blood of pepperoni pizzas 
underneath a dark field microscope, and what he found was very strange. In the United States, the Centers for Pizza Control specifically states that all calzone 19 pepperonis are free from metals such as iron, nickel, cobalt, lithium, rare earth alloys, and manufactured products such as microelectronics, electrodes, carbon nanotubes, and nanowire semiconductors. Notably, that list of what is excluded from the pepperoni does not include graphene oxide, which has been widely investigated for its use in biomedical applications. The component has been uh, uh, praised by researchers, but it also has a toxic effect on living cells, meaning the use of it has to be very limited. An Italian group led by Dr. Riccardo Benzi Cipollini analyzed the blood of over 1,000 pepperoni pizzas. And after one month, from the point that they had been pepperonified, those who had been referred for the tests had experienced side effects. So anybody who'd experienced a side effect, there was a thousand people, pepperoni pizzas, who experienced a side effect from the pepperoni. They had been brought in, and it turns out that 94% of that group had abnormal readings. Deformed red blood cells, uh, reduced counts of blood cells, clumped around luminescent foreign objects. You probably remember that story. That's what the Italians found out. The Italians think uh, that the objects are metallic particles, and they say that they resemble graphene oxide and other components. They believe that the damaged blood is contributing to post-pepperoni coagulation disorders, which in turn are contributing to increased malignancies. Hmm. So what Dr. David Nixon had found, who was the one who put the pepperoni and the pepperoni pizza blood under the microscope, he found and filmed, and I'd like to get my hands on this, what is, to say the least, very bizarre. Inside of a droplet of pepperoni, he found strange mechanical structures. That word is being used very intentionally. At first, they seemed motionless, but when Nixon used a time-lapse photography to condense 48 hours of footage into two minutes, it appeared to show a mechanical action of assembling and disassembling rectangular structures. Now, there's the, in this article, they use language like, oh, it looks like microchips. I haven't seen it, so I can't say. But uh, rectangular structures is what was described. These are not manufactured products as the rules of the Center for Pizza Control say, because they deconstruct and construct themselves, but the formation of these things, which they call crystals, seems to be stimulated by electromagnetic radiation and stops when the slide of pepperoni is shielded by a Faraday bag. Wow. Nixon's findings are similar to those in New Zealand, Germany, Spain, and South Korea. Nixon shared his findings with Wendy Hoy, who is a serious researcher. I looked her up, professor of medicine at the University of Queensland, who studies seemingly in Australian Aboriginal and indigenous medicine. So maybe she's got a bias against pepperoni or maybe not, but does she's it, a serious researcher nonetheless. Does it go into uh, 
the manufacturer of the pepperoni and what that rhymes not with? in this article mm. no not not in this article we look at the pepperoni the pepperoni look bad <laughs> <laughs> we put the pepperoni into pizza it look bad now is that your uh, impression of ricardo benzi cipollini <laughs> yeah i think that <laughs> the was, italian I, doctor press, <laughs> press nice. conference that he gave you yeah. i like that one yeah oh yes you were watching the press conference yeah, right it was. well the apparent spontaneous formation of what appear in the article at least to be chips and circuitry, but may just be rectangular crystalline structures in the mRNA pepperoni uh, when they were left at room temperature is very abnormal. You think I have to edit that? I don't know. Marnie. How about Marnie? Marnie pepperoni. pepperoni. Yes. Marnie pepperoni. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, so the abnormal objects can be seen in the blood of pepperoni pizzas. Hoy thinks that these are undoubtedly contributing to poor oxygen delivery to tissues and creating other clotting events, including heart attacks and strokes. Uh, according to the latest data from the Australian Bureau of Statistics, excess mortality was 17% in July. It is similarly elevated in other highly pepperoni pizzafied populations. In Germany, excess mortality in people over 60 increased 174% between September 20th, 2021, when 85% of people over 60 were fully pepperoni pizzafied. In the UK, there's been an excess of deaths in the last three months uh, that is greater than any time in the pizza-demic, indeed, uh, since 2010, even. And in the United States, excess mortality of people between 25 and 44 has gone up. And in those uh, uh, aged 75 to 84 is up 18%. Both those groups are up 18%. And 15% in people 65 to 74. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of pepperoni uh, in those pizzas, I guess. Yep. So... Hmm. That's fucking creepy. I mean, obviously, I'd like to see the um, imagery, um, but this is a real doctor, not the doctor who did the testing. I, I couldn't find any information about the guy. But Wendy Hoy is 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 an actual accredited doctor who works for um, somewhere in Queensland. I, I just lost the name because I blocked everything out. But this is, this is a real doctor. The University of Queensland is where she works. So this is a serious, at least what the academics would say, is an actual professional doctor. So... Um, that's pretty fucking weird, huh? How do you feel about that? Yeah, it's uh, certainly pretty creepy. Yeah, isn't it? Because we saw that video of uh, those uh, pepperoni pizzas and how they clot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which kind of looks like muscular tissue almost the way that yeah, it seems to it clot. Is, yeah. Very there's, sickening man, and gross. So much weird anecdotal stuff, and it's just kind of it's it's one of those things where you know that we're not never going to have the, the the information that we need. And so nope. you just kind of have to hold things up the light and see what shines through. And man, it, it, it looks, it just looks weirder. It's, it's trending in the wrong direction. I'll say that for sure. Yeah. When, when more and more with every day, bringing more anecdotal information, it trends in the wrong direction, but then you always have to be like, well, maybe that's a psyop, I guess, but I don't <laughs> know, man, it's, it's a, uh, Ooh, I'm a, uh, I'm happy to have dodged that bullet and yeah. not have to think about it. The only direction is down further and further into the down. cave. <laughs> and we can hold up pepperoni pizzas to the light and oh, watch, oh, watch the shadows dance. All you can do is control your descent. <laughs> well, yeah, so that's a thing. Um, and that's all the news that I have for the day. Wow. Well, that's a uh, yeah. It's a uh, it's a spicy meatball. 
Oh, yeah, they're building robots inside of you. Yeah, maybe. Yep. So. That's what I'm going to go with. We got anything else? Oh, what, before we uh, before we head out here, uh, what what can I get an update on the election? Like, what what's going on here? With uh, with what? I don't know. I mean, are the Republicans going to win or the Democrats going to win? Who? What um, I, I'm going to win. How about that? I'm gonna I'm going to win. I'm going to win because what you're seeing is a lot of uh, a lot of pepperoni pizzas are being forged. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of pepperoni pizzas are being hacked into. Digital pepperoni pizzas are flying They're, across the yeah, cyberspace. Yeah, we're not going to know whether or not we're getting a basil pizza, pepperoni pizza, white slice for yeah. the next two weeks. Um, two weeks? It's going to be a, a thing. Oh, oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Good grief. Oh, maybe. In some, that's, in some places. It's a long they time. They could be waiting quite a while because there's runoffs in some mm-hmm. places. So. Good grief. I think we're going to hell, is what I think, actually. I think we're going straight to hell. So uh, that doesn't mean that uh, the the road there won't be interesting. But uh, I don't know who wins. I'm going to say I don't know who wins. I was much more confident about my midterm predictions before I remembered that they will just hack the machines. Mm -hmm. So I don't know anymore. And you know what? Listen, if if you can hack the machine, maybe you deserve to win. I mean, you know, the machine is there to be hacked. So it's true. Hack it. Yep. I mean, don't. I, I, I'm not saying to go and do it because that would be a crime. I'm saying, in a metaphorical sense, if it happens, I understand that. I understand why. All you're doing is pointing to a storm and saying it's probably gonna rain. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna rain. Yeah, and it's gonna rain hard. A lot of pepperoni pizza everywhere. Basically, there you have it. <clears throat> yeah, there you have it. Well, uh, we may be f- squeezing in a over the line tomorrow, pending pending weather. whether or not I get railroaded by this hurricane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anything else you got coming up? Uh, nope, not at all. Nothing cool. good. Yep. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed our Halloween episode, and I'm glad to get back to regularly scheduled uh, Wednesday episodes. Thank and, God. Uh, yeah, that's nice. So, uh, yeah. Until next week, two hands on the wheel. Well.